Let's go. Let's no, roll. For real, for real, for real. My uh, homie's in town this weekend, Kato, and we're going to have up? a good show. And as always, I got Jordan in the house with me. What's Young good? Hippie. What's good? What's good, man? Hey, let's go, k you, you go ahead and take back over. Let's go. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you try. I'll let you try. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Young Hippie. Gang's with me. Uh, we got, like we said, special guest, Kato in the building. What's up, brother? What's How good? are you, man? I'm good. I'm excited, bro. Uh, it's It's been a long time coming. Uh, yeah. You need to wake up a little bit. A little we, bit. we need you. We need you. You can sleep during the bar crawl, I promise you. I, probably <laughs> I will drink some of that, actually. Let's do it. And we got Chris in the building. What's hey, up, Chris? Everybody. How you doing, man? I'm doing great today, you know, enjoying this uh, beautiful Saturday. Woke it is Saturday. Late. Oh, yeah. I still got to get used to it being Saturday. <laughs> we done, like, what, three Saturdays, and I still feel like it's Sunday, but we'll get back Four to it. Yeah. Four Saturdays, huh? Has football's been on that long already? Oh, it has. Got the bicycle hand. Oh, right? It's brand new. Uh, I just noticed that. Look at you, boy. You got the pineapple <laughs> shirt on and the bicycle <laughs> handles. He is feeling himself today, ladies and gentlemen. And, yeah, we're going to be feeling a little bit more here later yeah, yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feeling all types of ways. Let's get into it. But before we do, uh, we like to break off into the week. So, uh, K-Bug, how was your week, man? Well, the, the week itself was pretty good. Um... Didn't really do too much, just kind of worked and everything, but found out that my foot, after all, is a little bit more fucked up than the doctor noticed mm. the first time, and I, I emphasize noticed, <laughs> because I went in for her to look at the MRI, and apparently on Friday, half a week after she looked at the MRI, she actually looked at the MRI, and wanted to get me in right away to immobilize my foot in a boot and called me and left me a voicemail to tell me that. And I don't check my voicemails very often. <laughs> so a week later, I got the message and um, my homie was down this weekend and I wasn't about to be hobbling around on a boot. So I was like, what's the big fucking deal? I, you just got to put I, a boot on? I got yeah. the boot right here, buddy. <laughs> no, so, man, not this weekend. I'm, Kato's in town. You think I'm going to be a boot all weekend? I was like, so I, I got a I got a fucking appointment for Tuesday morning to go have them tell me I gotta put a boot on and tell me what she actually saw when she looked at the MRI. That's so fucked up. That's weird. What's up. Excuse me. Um, other than that, uh, unfortunately, Robert Hunter, the lyricist from The Grateful Dead, passed away this week, so it prompted me to get a new Grateful Dead tattoo. Nice, and nice. Any excuse to get a new tattoo. Rest in peace. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, it it had me listening to a lot of their music even more so than I normally do this week, and like listening to the words even more so. Yeah. And definitely the message. He, I mean, he really he drove the message of that band. The music was really 
drove it and carried it, but his words are what, to me, I really attach to the music. So. I feel you, man. Did it take you back? It, it really makes you think about it. And, and, like, I even caught myself, like, listening to some of the words and, like, kind of putting new meanings to them that I hadn't really thought of in that way because I probably hadn't really concentrated on the lyrics as much recently, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like once you know the words of a song, you kind of listen to other things when you're listening to it. You definitely do, yeah. But, yeah, so that was my week. Soul searching. You know, <laughs> just hanging out. And I'll be hobbling. Searching. Apparently, I'll be on hobble for... The At boot least. does not make you hobble, bro. You just walk with a limp, like a pimp, bro. Dude. That's it. Get a cane, you'll be fine. <laughs> Kathy's going to be like, what so the fuck do you have this cane for, Kyle? Don't cane. worry about it, woman. Please. <laughs> <That's> please. <laughs> K-Boogie cane. Hey, dog, Get a yes. Grateful, grateful Dead cane. You should, bro. <laughs> I bet you Andy, even if you take the boot off, keep the cane. I have a feeling Andy Yo, might know something about woodworks. I have a small feeling he might be able to carve you a cane. Andy, you like? Yeah, Nito. I just have a feeling he just like. He if does he doesn't, he knows a guy, right? Right. Is <laughs> you can just be, hey Andy, I'm gonna need a cane. I got you, brother. <laughs> Word. So, how about you, man? You had an interesting week. I did. I did have an interesting week. Um, I just started my new job yesterday. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was dope, man. Uh, I work at the Vic in Verado. For those of you that don't know, it's like way out west. It's still part of Buckeye. Um, and it's like... It's in a mountain. It is. It's on the mountaintop. The restaurant's on the mountaintop overlooking like basically... I mean, I can see everything. I can see the Cardinal Stadium. Like, I can see downtown. I can see all the <coughs> mountains. Like, it's it's a dope view. Um, I'm really grateful to, to, to get the opportunity. Uh, yesterday, I fucking, uh, I, they threw me on the grill. Um, and I got my first tip, bro, on the first day of the job. Okay. Got my first tip. Like, Congratulations. And Chef was like, yeah. he was like, what do I do with this? We never had this happen before. So I was like, oh, hold up. You know, <laughs> that's what's up. So, and then, um, so I'm like, part of the, the grill is uh, working the fillets and shit. So I'm doing filet mignons and whatnot and all kinds of shit. And uh, I got like four or five compliments on the steaks. Like, shit was dope. And then at the end of the night, the lady was like, <coughs> She was like, tonight went really well, like really well. We had no food have to come back. Like we had no complaints on the floor. She was like, I'm gonna just say you had something to do with that. Yeah, so I was charm. like, that's tight, bro. Like, you know, like I expected. That's a Friday night. That's yeah, a busy night. it was a busy night. Right? You know, they and to them, to them, it was like a slamming night. To me, I was like, this is cool. Like. This is busy. Just make sure you remember that come review time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember day one? Remember day one? Yeah. 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 Remember y'all were slammed on day one and I came in brand new and y'all didn't even skip a beat? In yeah. fact, I helped y'all. Yeah, remember? Yeah, matter of fact, no food came back. We got tipped that night. Hmm. I am the good luck charm. Maybe a few dollars. A few extra dollars might help a brother. But maybe nah. I, maybe I should have got a bigger percentage of that tip. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? It did go to saute because uh, they had a, the salmon on there, and the salmon was what got most of the compliments. So I was like, you know what? The fact that I got five, I'm cool. I came in with no money, left with five. So, right. Hey. And they put me on right because the pay schedule starts restarts on Monday. So they got me on last night just to make sure that I got onto the pay schedule. So they're tight. I fuck with them already. Like, yeah. So um, 
Uh, we just did do also our first scrimmage today, which was pretty insane. Uh, to come like, I haven't played football, bro, in nine like nine plus years, and fucking coming off an Achilles tear to go out and play like full contact football with uh, like fucking adults was a mind blowing to me. But it was dope, bro. Like niggas try to fuck me up. I ain't gonna lie. Like and some dude did kind of like succeed in his mission in a way. <laughs> But not in a way. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still here, man. I'm, yeah, you feel me? Like, I got right up. Like, you know, like, it dude. It, it did. I was like, fuck. I was <laughs> like, I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Who's crying? You're crying. Huh, huh. got sweat in my eyes, bro. <laughs> Shit. I'm good over here. But nah, yeah, man. He, he got me pretty good, but I have to blame the quarterback. Quarterback set me up. Shouldn't have thrown me that ball, but... We good quarterback. Nah, man, you just have to know, like you know, and he ain't listening to this show. Like he ain't never gonna listen to this show. Uh, So who cares? I don't care. And I'll tell him to his his face, like, bro, you can't tell. Kind of hung me up there, man. Yeah, yeah. I told him I was like, don't throw me that next time. Let me get behind the linebacker, bro. You like threw it to me on the flats, but threw it to me high. (laughs) So yeah. Other than that, it was dope. I mean, shit was good. My my week was real good, bro. I, I can't complain about it, you know. So, yeah. Kato, how does a week for you look, man? You're fucking, you're all over the place. So what is like a typical week look like for you? I mean, a typical week is pretty boring. So maybe we just talk about like the good weeks. Okay, let's talk about a good week. Uh-huh. I mean, a good week is like wake up at 4 a.m., hop on a flight, go to Minnesota, fucking meetings with radio stations meeting with business associates fucking trying to figure out how to make money yeah trying to figure out when i can sit down on my laptop and actually do like the work that makes me money yeah and then uh just kind of like linking with my crew my two guys buddy vegas who's a host and dj for clm and then uh kevin lee loche leish he says his name right in his voicemail all the time. Every time, I, every time I hear it, I say, fuck, I always say it wrong, but I can never remember how to say it. Uh, they're kind of like, they're like my ground crew, man. Without those guys, I'd be fucking lost because I was telling Kyle this morning, like I woke up to like 14 emails from shit that Kevin was responding to that I just say, I don't have time to deal with anymore. So yeah, like get in, like run a show, go to the bank, get money, fucking go to a show, set up, deal with artists, artist egos, artist managers, oh, yeah. run a show up till two, <laughs> No sleep, just fucking dragging ass. Damn. It's, I mean, it's it's a good time. A part that I, I love and hate at the same time is feel like every time I go to Minnesota, there's just so many people that I have to see Yeah. that I'm just like, fuck. And you know, not, not enough time to no, see I mean, all those I, people. Tons of people that are like, will DM me afterwards and be like, I didn't even know you were in fucking town. I'm like, well... I had to try to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, why am I trying to tell everybody I'm here? Like, I got to keep this to the to the, the social meetings that are going to be lucrative for me in the future. Yeah. Not that I don't want to kick it, but I'm not trying to come up there and get crazy stupid. But, yeah, that's like a usual crazy week. But <coughs> right now I've been getting looped into doing things outside of concerts. Obviously, I'm here doing the, the pub crawl, trying to get that taken off here in Scottsdale. Got another company in Lexington, Kentucky. I've got my other company in Louisville. Damn. Those concerts and pub calls. <coughs> Obviously, have CLM, which is 90% Minnesota, but we're <coughs> branching out and doing stuff all over the Midwest. And then, uh, kind of like another another wing of the company is we've been working with a lot of nonprofits and shit, which is, to me, 
probably the, the most work I have to do, but it's at the same time kind of like the most rewarding. Yeah. Even though it's not really financially anything that does much for me, but it's more of like a resume builder, like working with uh, you know, companies that do stuff for like youth homelessness. And another company I was saying earlier, like Polo for Philanthropy. The event is dope as hell, but I have no idea what the actual like <laughs> message is. I don't know what the nonprofit is. Is it like I think it might just be for horses, like uh, okay. like basically like think of like horses that are like show horses and, and racing horses and yeah. like, when they get broken and they're done, like instead of putting them down, like they can go to like a little yeah they go shelter. they go to like you know uh, this horse shelter to, yeah like this a farm north and a ranch the glue factory pretty much yeah yeah but uh. Yeah, I it's mean, an open range. <laughs> recently got pulled into this thing called uh, BitCon, which is like Blacks in Technology. And it's uh, second annual time in Minnesota. Last year, their first one was uh, the last public speaking appearance that Nipsey Hussle had before he was oh, mur shit. murdered. So, like, they kind of got some big wigs that come in and I'm just doing marketing and event operations and all kinds of shit that. <laughs> that is fucking tight. I, never, I thought I was going to be doing concerts the rest of my life, not. <laughs> Not uh, event management, but and we'll talk about that. It's cool though. We'll talk about that, but that's tight, man. I I really uh, applaud you there. Here, we'll... <laughs> yeah, man, you got some you got dope. Sound effect, yeah, you got some dope shit coming, dude. And and I I can't wait to just check it out, man. For real, like from the the bar crawl is one thing, you know, but the other shit, sheesh. Yeah, it's a fucking workload. We will get into. No, that. yeah, we will. I've, we will. Oh yeah, Chris. Yeah, uh, if you can, if you'd like to. Yeah. What is, what what is, what is your week consist of? Um. So the week starts off at two like two forty a.m. I wake up and I drive pretty much an hour away to start work. And I work in an infusion kitchen, so we start at three thirty, ten hour shift, and that's that's Monday through Thursday. And pretty much after I get off work, I just go to the gym, eat, and just go to sleep because I got to be up early as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to maintain that because if I don't, I mean, I've done that before and it's not pretty the next day, you know. The next yeah. day you're dragging, dragging. Fuck, man, an hour drive to work. Y'all hear that dedication? My man drives an hour to get y'all what y'all need. Y'all better appreciate this. Yeah. <laughs> better start appreciating it when you eat it, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just playing. Or am I? <laughs> That's what's up, though, man. I'm I'm, I'm really uh, glad to have you here, bro. Um, even though oh, yeah. we're not going to be talking much about you. Yeah, yeah. It, we're going to get your show I got show some soon. pretty big projects that we, I, we can, we talk, can about talk about another though. time. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Another time, for sure. Well, thank you, man. You definitely did bring the party. I can't Yeah, lie. yeah. That's yeah. what I wanted to bring. He did the bring the party, though. Shit. <laughs> we got, that's like the jungle juice right there. <laughs> we could compare it to something in the party. He brought the jungle juice. You feel me? We got to get fucked up. That's our, full bar right there. Full, uh, fuck yeah. Full bar. That's what's up, bro. Well, all right, man. Well, K-Book, you got some, uh, you got some. Yeah, there was some, some federal marijuana news this week and nothing is like going into law yet but the secure and fair enforcement banking act which is basically um going to safeguard banks for working with marijuana businesses um that passed the the house so it passed uh 321 <coughs> to 103 
there were 92 Republicans that voted against it, the rest voted for it, and there was only one Democrat that voted against it. So it was like, it was basically everybody was in favor of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it now has to go to the Senate, and apparently, from what I read, the Senate's been pretty fucking res- resistant to even bringing those bills up to even vote on, so there's no telling if it'll go any further than this. But to me, it's a, it's a, it's at least a step in the right direction to getting it more normalized. If they could pass something like this, it would basically mean we could start paying for weed on credit cards. Yeah, I mean, they could, they could charge it to the car. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You wouldn't have to worry about having cash before you went to the dispensary. They would be safer. They wouldn't have to have as many armed guards at well, the dispensaries dude, because be it's not so all helpful. cash. There would be incentives for businesses to like they could get loans They're right now a marijuana in credit card applications I'll tell a, you that right now a marijuana company cannot get a business loan to get started they have to have liquid money you know nobody can invest in that because it's too it's much true. of a gray area this is already the if, plug before they got it. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. Ah, uh, they took that plug money. <laughs> <laughs> but That's like, cool though. you know, at the end of the day, if if these things get to where I could invest in a marijuana business just so that I could invest in opening a liquor store, fucks the difference. Then there's going to be a lot more movement towards voting all this other shit. Yeah, the right way. That seems. Uh, Seems like a lot of people could join in. I mean, can you imagine just uh, applying for that new Apple Goldman Sachs backed credit card on your f- iPhone? You see that? Yeah. I was and then just go go to the dispensary and be like, all right, I got my new Apple credit card. Ding. Yeah, I was pay uh, for it that way. I was thinking about getting one of those, but I'm real bad with credit. But I really wanted one, just because every time you use Apple Pay, it gives you money. Gives back. you money back, and I use Apple Pay all the fucking time. Like. <laughs> I did because I leave my debit card at home, so that's like the convenience of Apple Pay. You just phone, you take your phone everywhere, and yeah. Uh, All right, we'll break out real quick. We'll come back in. We'll get into Cato. We'll get Diamond Seed, and yeah, we'll be right back. I paid four hundred and wore it once. I'm copping every week with no problem at all, boy. You know what's up. I upgraded to my main if she make enough. I'm sliding out on blades and I'm making cuts I had my L six months but had six whips I thank my big sis She never asked me about a thing when she put them in her name But I still pray to God hard that they never hit her with the mail fraud Nigga, when I move I gotta move crucial When I speak I speak truthful Nigga, you can catch me on the I-10 flaring the roof And when I'm chefing got my pockets on tiramisu She only hit me when she need the D She told me Bring the pinnacle and bring the tree I told her nah I got some pinnacles I need to reach And that's some shit I don't even drink I turned my phone off and went to sleep I guess no privacy at all A nigga so fly I can't shit up in a star Nah really I can't sit in there at all They'll tell that it's me Yo what is good everybody We are back in the bakery And before we uh, get started here We're gonna do a little review here On this Triangle Kush Live Resin From Cresco here in this puffco so give me one minute i'm gonna die and i'll be right back (laughs) (laughs) quick death no bump watch out just double tap the front oh but this one's like actual yeah you gotta press it 
Lobang for chow. <laughs> oh. Lobang for chow. Lobang for chow. You were dead. <laughs> You've never done cocaine and your heart stop? <laughs> no. <coughs> okay. All right. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Woo. All right. Hold on. And survey says I'd have to it say works. Uh, it tastes it's really good. Like first of all, it's probably just because we're smoking out of these puff coats. I'm I might have to just throw that out there and this aura. Um, but this shit tastes so fucking good. Like it's just clean. It's, you can taste the terpenes in there. Uh, it's not over fucking. It doesn't torched. get too hot. That's, you know, that's yeah. and I and I'm always over torch my. I know I do. And <laughs> this week, smoking out of the regular dab rig and torching it, I didn't get even close to the flavor that I got the week before when I was smoking out of the ore. And I was smoking the exact same shit. Yeah. And so to me, I'll just go ahead and say it. And even, you know, just the one hit I just took off the Puffco, and I've smoked one before. But now that I have a basis to compare off of, these, either one of them, you can't go wrong with, I would say. I, I like the I like the no click button, yeah, touch no, button on this so aura. It's just a little tap. It's a yellow. It's kind of so like, kind of like the iPhone where <laughs> it looks like a button, <laughs> but it is a button. <laughs> but I hate the fact that I have to. Actually I hate the fact that I actually it. have to depress <laughs> the button. It takes so much effort. <laughs> but no, I, they're both fucking legit. And if you really want to taste your medication. It is worth the investment. Oh, yeah. I agree. Hell, yeah. And. <laughs> I think I let it heat up enough, but still, it was still good. Yeah, it makes your dabs last a lot longer, too. I mean. Good God almighty. <laughs> this is beautiful. What is that, velvet? Yes. I think it is. Oh. All right, Kato. It's good. Sorry. Just watching you guys pass the shit around. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm at the fucking zoo right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, you know Peters. When Peters was here, <clears throat> he was visiting. And when we left the studio and he was here, and it was when Alex was here. Oh, And my. Alex brought, first of all, Alex brought a thousand milligram brownie that we ate, like, right off the job. I think he brought, like, We split it up grams. between, like, three of us and ate a thousand milligram brownie. And he bought like 15 grams of like 15 different strains. Yeah. And we just started rolling and passing shit around the room. Pre-rolls. Brian said, dude, I looked up at one time and there were three different things rolled with three different kinds of weed in it. And I was like, I never even imagined I could be in a session like this. <laughs> 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 that was fucking hilarious, That's dude. tight, dude. That's so, yeah, we don't fuck around. We don't fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your lungs. I've been telling people, that's exactly what I tell them when I, uh, when I start booking people. I'm like, yo, look, we smoke a lot of weed. So if you can't, like, if you, you're not going to smoke, that's, that's okay. fine. Uh, but we're not really going to tone it down at all. For you. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so if that's a problem... How bad do you want to come on the show? And they'd be like, "Fuck it, bro, we're smoking." And I'm like, "All right, bring your lung in all capitals. 
bring your lungs like bring them shits it's not not bring. don't bring one don't bring one and a half bring all two of them motherfuckers and know your limit for real know your limit cause I'm all don't out try of try to impress us I'm all out of undo <laughs> I am I, I don't have any more which I think I will get some I've got some. two at home actually I will I think I will get some more of those just because I feel like we should probably have them here yeah I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a pretty good I think idea. it's cool Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Let's talk about Kato. Kato. So, my guy, you, you you do a lot. I mean, shit. I couldn't really keep up with everything you were saying because you do so much. So, what is it you would actually say you do in one category, if you could, if you could summarize it up? Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> event, promotion, marketing, and operations. That's, like, the best way to sum it up. That way Add I, genius at the end. Add genius. I spend Consultant. Time, I spend time end. around people that are way smarter than me, so no, I'm not a genius. But yeah, like it just event like basically covers everything, you know, concerts, pub crawls, fucking nonprofits, and then booking, marketing operations means I basically do A to fucking Z. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, what is one like something you've booked recently that? people might be able to familiarize themselves with any event or I mean how long do you want me to talk <laughs> nah, hey, I mean I mean fuck I've done events with the baby Migos Afro man Aaron Carter the whole face tat that's crazy um, doing stuff with Chris Webby right now who probably would be like an awesome fucking guest on this show Get him. I mean, he would be we'd awesome love to guest. have him, man. Doors ain't I know he door. smokes. It smokes a lot. I know he smokes. Um, I'd love to have him. Let's do it. Doing stuff of futuristic. I've been working with Gazak since like 2012. Uh, who else we got? Dax, Mercules, Struggle Jennings. He's like, a, you know who Struggle Jennings is? He's like uh, kind of the country rap. He's like signed with Yellow Wolf. Oh, okay. Uh, his whole camp. Working with Mod Son, which Mod Son would probably be perfect to come out here for this too. Dude, I, Mod was cool. I've met him before at one of your shows back when you were still rapping. That was back at uh, that shitty ass place in St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it? I thought he was gonna say Mono. Because you came with me on the Huey tour. <laughs> 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 it was, nah, it was. It was Huey. It was Huey. Kyle didn't hear that. What? I, I, I said I thought he was gonna say Mono. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck oh, man. Shit. Ti, Dmx, Nelly, two, D, Dmx, Dmx. We tell, just tell DMX. seen that fool. Oh my god! In like, in like a short version of what Dmx did to you. It was the, <laughs> it was like, there are only two acts that I booked that I actually wanted to like take pictures with, and that was Mob Deep and Dmx, just because I grew up on their fucking music. Yeah. And meeting Dmx. Was like meeting an idol and then having that instantly just like fucking go away. Turned I was to a shit I was so disappointed because like oh, it, like I almost wanted to cry. I was just like, what happened? So first of all, they his manager prefaced us by saying that he's like coming out of rehab and he's cleaning all this shit and like he I'm like waiting at the elevator. I didn't even know he was on the elevator and he like got off the elevator and the first thing he was like, hey yo, like literally. Like, holy shit, that's exactly what I wanted to hear you say. Like, he was drunk as fuck. Drunk as shit. And then they, like, went into the hotel room, and they stayed in there for, like, two hours. They were already an hour late. So, like, they made the whole show, like, 
super fucking late. People were getting pissed. Then he comes out on stage and he had like two crackhead moments. Oh shit! Like one of them. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm What's sorry. a crackhead moment? <laughs> <Where you just, laughs> oh, wait, I fucking I don't know what a crackhead moment. And I've then, never seen one. <laughs> That's why I'm like, wait. Like you get all sketch and then you just like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like literally. Hey yo, what is that? I was like standing behind the bar and I'm like looking at the stage, and one of his songs got over, and all of a sudden he had that moment, and he like goes running up the fucking balcony, and I'm thinking like, oh shit, he just performed three songs. Is he is he dipping? I I was freaked the fuck out, and then he got to the top of the stairs, and then they started playing Rough Riders anthem. So I was like. That was a weird way to like transition into fucking Rough Riders <laughs> anthem, but I'm like, thank God you're not fucking leaving. And then I don't even remember what song it was, but he actually got down and did 20 fucking push-ups on stage, like a fucking crackhead. <laughs> Once again, like a crackhead. And then I got a, I got a picture. Who wanna see me do these push-ups? <laughs> People were cheering, man. They were counting them off. 20 for the dog. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> They were. Uh, you know, every time he goes down, one, two. <laughs> you gotta turn down your yeah, mic, bro. My bad, bro. My bad. I'm high. I'm high, high. All right. Have you seen him sing that uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Yes. That is comedy. For <laughs> real, though, and I will say, based on. This story, I almost didn't go see him when he was in town uh, <coughs> earlier this year. No. But me and Jordan did go see him, and he, he could was have been late. fucked up, but and he was late. Well, he wasn't super late. Was he though. just late because we had that shitty ass DJ? Was, I, I think it was because of the shitty ass DJ. All right. I think it, there there was a shitty, shitty, shitty. Everything <laughs> about that show before DMX went on was trash <laughs> like it was painful the Period. dj couldn't even transition from one song to another Hold like on, he was trying people were booing he him he was trying really? but he couldn't yeah and it was but but <laughs> the nervous say Felix, thanks for fucking with me like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they like, probably gave real, him that opportunity just to go up there man they were, he was like nah, he, he here's knew what somebody, happened maybe, here's what yeah. happened whoever was promoting the show was like we can put all these motherfucking support acts on and sell all these slots to all these people I that want to perform in front of DMX. And the promoter made a loot. That was and all the people loot. that bought tickets had to suffer through that boo-boo. And Just then, DMX. but DMX came out and no lie, it was like, it was the DMX that I wanted to see and that I had like hoped like best case scenario I would see. And it, I had a good time. He did preach to us about God too. Oh, he did. He did a little bit. And when he got there, he actually made us. But I knew he was gonna do that because he did that album. Well, he made us all stand in a in a circle in the green room and hold hands while he fucking prayed like a preacher. Yo, it was fucking weird. Legit though, if I was if I was in the green room with DMX and he told me to pray, I would. Oh, I, everybody was like, hell oh, yeah. yeah, but then he started going, and everybody was like, all right, this is like 10 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> all right, wrap it up, B. Detailed, huh? <laughs> wrap this shit up. Oh, my yeah, God. He started stage. going into a rapper. Thank you for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the Hennessy. Oh, God. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for these beautiful black bitches that are about to <laughs> shake their ass to my, to my song. <laughs> That's DMX for you. That's DMX for you. I can only imagine. 
diamond. Oh my god, dude. I have a story for you uh, later off air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Really back in. Um, so you said you used to be a rapper. Uh, how did that help you actually develop your business? Uh, fuck. Every way imaginable. It's the best way to put it. No, I mean, if I didn't, if I didn't rap, I wouldn't be doing this now. Like, it was one of those things where like I was moving around a lot after college, yeah. and every time I'd start to feel like I was making headway in the market, I was moving. And then having to reapply all that shit in the new city, and it just kept like, like when you move to a new city, like you're not to be able to go out and sell 25 tickets. Yeah. Especially when you're like you're working a day job, that's all you're fucking doing. You're not trying to sell tickets to your fucking coworkers. It's just weird. Yeah. So like it just became this thing where I was like, all right, well, I'm either gonna like fail epically trying to do this, or I gotta figure something else out. And it just became something where like I just started making friends with with like the venue owners and shit, and the people like that were the promoters instead of just being looked at like a local act. I just started like picking their brains and talking to them and asking if I could come back and do something later and then just repeating that process and constantly trying to deliver on everything that I fucking say. Doing good business means good business means doing what you say. Like literally like my life code and that's how I just tried to do it and just kinda got good at it to a degree. Kinda got kinda got good at it to agree (laughs) to a degree and then I just started getting a lot of artists that were kind of on the come up on the same blogs that I was just reaching out about me helping them book tours and it really started it really started with webby though like i tell webby all the time like he's one of the tightest dudes i've ever met in my life like he's just straight up just a good dude and like i attribute a lot of my early success and still continue success just based upon the fact that his camp brought me in like they hired me to do like marketing for the chemically imbalanced album i'm gonna go ahead and say because he's too humble to say it himself he grinded his motherfucking ass off trying to make himself an artist and try and and that's how he learned to do what he was doing and webby's camp saw how hard he was grinding and what he had done and they were smart to grab him then and it gave him the opportunity it was the first opportunity that he had to work with those types of tools to really show people what he could do yeah and he's being humble as fuck because he did a lot by rubbing two motherfucking sticks together. That's very true. A lot, bro. Like, years of that shit. That's crazy. Ten years. I mean, easily. I, I tell I tell artists all the time when they ask me to manage them and shit, I'm like, are you ready to forfeit your 20s? Like, it's real. Like, you're going to go through... I mean, don't even, like, think about your age, but I'm like, literally, you're going to spend a good portion of your youth trying to fucking do something that's probably not going to happen. And it's not because I don't think you can do it. It's just the success rate and probability... For motherfuckers, it's, it's so like slim, so small. Yeah, and it's like you know, I, I knew that when I was doing it, but even at the time, I never really had an end goal of what I'm doing now. It just kind of moving, getting married, having kids, and I was like, well, I don't really want to be traveling the country touring. And then my travel schedule actually increased with what I'm doing now. <laughs> but I mean, that's Webby is what it was. They brought me into market. I did that, and then they they were like going through all these changes with management and agents yeah. and. They were like, well, why don't you just be our booking agent? And I was like, that is what really took me to the next level for everything that I did. Because now, right now I'm pitching this nationally touring artist, and that instantly gave me gave me clout. Instantly. Like, people would respond to emails. But then I was like, I was treating these people with such professionalism and respect yeah. that when I came back to them later with these smaller artists, they were still fucking with me. That's still- so I could route the on-cue tour. Like, I routed an entire national tour myself with him. I routed another national tour, and then just... 
kept buying up Webby dates like Midwest for four years straight, just Midwest, Midwest, Midwest. All at the time with the hopes I was building my fan base, which I was, but it was more more so I was making the relationships with the promoters. Yeah. And like now, like there's like a there's like a click of promoters. Like one guy runs Indianapolis and Chicago, one company runs Michigan, one guy runs Louisville, one guy runs St. Louis, and then like there's like seven of us, but we all know each other. So like when tours come through and stuff, because of what I did with Webby, like I'm in that click with them. That's tight. I fucking worked my way in there to where like they take me seriously, and when shows come around, like we all communicate and talk about like, hey, what are they wanting from you? What? Did, how can we do this? How can we make a you know a group offer? Yeah. You know to spend less money and you know take less risk. That's but tight. It, it all stemmed from just that one shot with fucking Webby, and now I can say that I've actually like marketed shows for him in fucking Europe, and also I booked him in Australia. Yeah. Like, just kind of crazy shit. That's crazy, That's bro. Awesome, man, hold up. Congratulations. I was so I lost. It. Yeah, I was like, jeez, man. That's that's congrats, bro. Really, because that's that's really just what fucking grinding looks like. Like that's literally the picture of grinding. Like you're you're the definition of it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like he worked his way straight rubbing out two five. sticks together, like bro, like I can I can somewhat understand that, but fuck, bro, like to do it for ten years, you know what I'm saying, to be able to continue to do it and get your name out there, you know what I'm saying, like that's fucking, that's what like that's something that a lot of people don't have is like that stick with it and like that belief. It's it's always like. They're trying to find that get rich quick, mm -hmm. and it's like that gimmick real quick shit. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. Just as fast as you get it is gonna be as fast as you That's lose the it. Hardest thing to do is to maintain one thought for that one for a long period of time. How old are you now? Thirty-five. Man, prime. let's let's put it this way: what what did we kind of start? We started living together in like 2007 ish, yeah, in Florida. So from that time until now, he did all that. And how much music did you also put out in that amount of time? Like, like albums. Yeah. I was also mixing and recording and all my shit myself. Yeah. So what made you just say fuck it? Like when did when was the turning point from music to event planning? It wasn't immediate. It was over time because it. That has to be something that's like real hard to let go. Oh like my God, that you put dude, your life like, into. I it. still like think about rapping all the time, and like I got friends of mine who I've done features for. They're like dog just. When are you gonna come out of retirement? Oh, you cold, huh? <laughs> Look at it, you cold, right? you cold. And I'm like, just send me a beat and I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Uh, you know yeah, what? A lot, I mean, a lot goes into performing, man. Like, you, you do all the steps to make the music and then you get the opportunity to go out on the road. So a lot, a lot of preparation goes into like doing a real stage show. And, yeah. And my shit was hype. So like, but when I was buying all the webby things, like I was putting on 30 other fucking hats dealing with local support, dealing with the venues, dealing with the anybody else there, everything with money, making sure everything was on time, the rider was there, the tech shit was there. And then next thing you know what, I got somebody like tapping me on the shoulder, like, dog, you gotta be on stage in like two minutes. And I'm like, fuck. I got to be an artist. Yeah, I completely would forget <laughs> about that. And like, I would still do what I felt was a, way better than anybody else. But like, it just became one of those things that every tour, it's just something I started thinking about more and more. And I'm just like, all right, I'm making zero dollars as an artist, but I'm making 
this much money as a promoter. Like, yeah. Why am I wasting my time doing the artist side when I can just take all those tools and all those resources that I built from being an artist yeah. and put that to work as a promoter? That makes sense, dude. <laughs> so, and still drop some features here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, look, bro, we're going to get him on a CPAP beat. Let's get him on it with CPAP. I, That'd I, be I hard. Don't, I don't know if I've played that song for you. I got to play this track for you at some point in time today. Just play the whole album when, for him. When I, I, I should. I will. I will. Not not only will I should, but when I play this beat, when you hear just the intro to it, you're going to know instantly why I fucking love this beat. I'm already getting excited. <laughs> it's you're going to hear it, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, Kyle's going to fucking, yeah. That's tight, man. You're, you're fucking, you're dope, dude. You're dope. I've been excited for this moment for a very long time. Uh, People always ask me, too, like, they ask me two questions the most. Will you manage me? That's the number one question I get asked all the time. And okay. then secondly, people always ask me, knowing that I came from the artist side, like, would you look at that, like, all the mistakes and shit? I'm like, I'm like I don't believe in God. I just kind of believe that, like, your hard work is going to put you where you need to be. Yeah. And, like, everything that I, all the trials and tribulations and all the bullshit I went through is, like, literally why I am where I'm at. Like, yeah. if I hadn't learned, you know, picked up a few things from Webby's camp, that'd be shit I wouldn't fucking know today. Like, so I don't look at, like, my artist side as a failure. I get that was more so what I was saying. Yeah. I don't, I don't look at that as a failure at all. I look at that as more of, like, a stepping stone. Like a learning to, lesson. To get to the next fucking step. Stone. Stepping stone. <laughs> what would oh, be yeah. the next step? What do you got on your plate now? I mean... I, I mean, besides the millions of other <laughs> shit you got going on. Making millions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... My my business sense has, has changed a lot based around the people that I associate myself with. Like, I used to just think, like, oh, I want to book concerts and, oh, I'll spend this money and I'll do this. But, like, you spend time around people who spend and focus more on contracts, more on strategy, more on, you know, uh, maybe making less but risking no money. Like, yeah. those types of opportunities. So, like, working with nonprofits and stuff, where it's something where it's more of a resume builder rather than going out and dropping 10 grand on booking an artist. Yeah. Like, and if I can make the same amount of money, like, why would I not do that over the concerts? Like, I still I still have a love for hip hop and I want to produce great events, but if I don't have to pay Webby 20 grand for five dates, but I can make the same amount of money spending zero fucking dollars, like, <laughs> that's, that, that, that's kind of what's next, is like, how do I get to that point? And there are, there are a lot of things that are in play with just, you know, some of the, professional people in the market in Minneapolis that I've been able to meet through all this stuff that like what I do and like what my team does and like they just kind of make introductions and we just kind of see how you know how we can work together and, and do shit that's a dope so I mean I'd like to just be like a full full service like event event company that just I can do everything like I could book literally your, I could book your tours I could I could run your nonprofit. I could go I could go get a, an AV company to bring in all the production I could I like the sky's literally. I, I used to be like really catering. one one track minded, but then as so, as soon as it became, like, cause even though I haven't had a real job in like four years because of this, I've always steadily collected paycheck because I was kind of employed by somebody else. But like as soon as that went away and I started to, I had to solely like live off of my Pure earnings. Yourself. Like my entire mindset on how to run my business completely fucking changed. Hell yeah. Well. I'm excited, man. I'm really, I, I want to see, I wish I could be at the bar crawl tonight, just because, like I said, the first one was tight. Except whoever has to do the wristbands tonight, I 
I feel bad for you. Yeah. That's the shitty ever, part. Have you ever done them before? I did it. The I, mean, I mean, besides that, you're no. Like, oh. there's a there's a method to it. Well, I wish. We didn't I, know. There, yeah, nobody. I was like, nobody even would scan these things. You put the wristband. I'm on, over here bro. getting people's hair and shit, Dude, putting my, it on too tight. My buddy Justin, <laughs> he can like that quick. It's fucking ridiculous how fast you can put a wristband Justin, on. Justin, I'm going to need to see We're gonna this We're going to need method. some lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Send me a YouTube video. Uh, how to, how to how slap to those motherfuckers on. Like, <laughs> you put it on from a certain side of the arm. You peel with a certain finger. It's, he's, he's legit. All right. I like to see that. Uh, well, uh, we have another. We have something crazy real quick. We All right. An, we, we, have get, we, get, we got another concentrate. I got to piss real quick. Yeah, go ahead. We're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna review we're gonna this, this high grade diamonds. These are some diamonds from high grade. Let me take a look. That's a diamond. I look like a tooth. Someone's tooth in there. That's a diamond. Someone's tooth in there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna smoke some of this for y'all real quick. Let you know how it goes. You know what I'm saying? AK-47. It's AK-47. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Can they shoot me in the chest? You, you already put some in here? It's already in there. It's loaded up. Loaded. Locked and loaded. Is that full? Is that set to fully automatic? Uh, is that set to fully automatic? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go. Let it get hot. This is the only type of AK-47 I condone taking into a school. <laughs> Before we uh, get into this, I do want to <laughs> go ahead and... What? What happened? What I mean? <laughs> I didn't. Why? Oh, God. It was probably inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate as fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Wow. Yes. That's all I can say. Wow. That's what's up. If you haven't wow. Where can you get that? Emerald Phoenix. Emerald Phoenix. <laughs> that's what. That's the one we represent. That's Emerald what you Phoenix. can get. You can get these high Where's grade diamonds. Forty <coughs> third in Dunlop. And where can you get this Cresco? You can get that at Encanto Green Cross. Okay. Ooh, that's close to my place. Yeah, they got all those flavors over there, man. Whoa! Whoa! Nothing happened. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nothing happened. All right. All right. So we two five yeah, questions. Yeah, go ahead. You take over. All right, these are usually high questions, but I altered them a little bit because I knew you would not be smoking. But I think you can still philosophize a little bit. Philosophize. <laughs> I'm a philosophizer. Philosophizer. So, first question. So you're asking me questions. Yeah, I'm asking you questions. Um, they're not. <coughs> they're not terrible. If well, you were Kyle booking, wrote them, yeah, they might be terrible. <laughs> <coughs> All right. So if you're booking your dream festival, what are your three headlining acts? 
shit. Uh, <laughs> Eminem, Aerosmith, and Jay Z. Oh. I see that show. <laughs> because All right. I, I went to the home and home in Detroit, and that <coughs> shit was fucking crazy. One of the craziest concerts I've ever been to, and Aerosmith Live is fucking badass. <laughs> I actually saw Aerosmith live uh, here when the NCAA was here for the let me, Final Four. Let me say Aerosmith like 10 years ago. Maybe not now. Maybe, maybe not right now. I, I get that, old too. Fuck. I, I, no. I, I, I will let you pick any time Aerosmith, any time Eminem, and any time M now, man. M right now. I want to see him come out and do all the fast shit. I want to see it live. So right. I know that all these haters out there saying they're speeding up your vocals. I want to see you do it live. Oh, I re- I do remember seeing him when we when when I went to go see when him I was supposed to go with at you. the Rose Bowl and you were supposed to come with, but things happened. Life life happened, life happened. as as I believe it was. Um, but when he went fast, he was going fast. Yeah. Yes, and there's I mean he did rap God during that, which is pretty fucking fast. So anyway, yeah. I'm trying. Second to question. Rap, second yeah. question. What would you do with a time machine? <coughs> and we're talking like one day, no butterfly effect bullshit, just like straight up, what would you go do? <laughs> Man, there's a lot he could do. Look at his thinking, his mind's I'm going to apply this just to like my last three years because I'm going to keep this to the entertainment side because I, I don't regret shit about my life. Oh, fuck. Um... I would do two things, but they're tied together. One, I would go back and unmeet an individual. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and the other one would be I would go back and not book an artist that I was pushed to book because of that individual. Because it was a massive fucking loss. Huge amount of money. Well, fuck that person. Yes. That's as great as I can be about that. All right. And if you had superpowers, what superpower would you have? Oh, I'd fucking fly. That is a very, very common answer. I'm telling you, it's just. So I, I don't feel like I would fly. Being as fuck. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it would be yet. I mean, if I'm gonna say, let's just say, I would have the powers of Superman. Superman. Just put it that way. Okay. So you can do it all. That's what you. Um. <laughs> crypto, no. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you have any ghost stories? No. I don't have any ghost stories, no. No. Do you believe in this? Mm. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I've, I've had people that have in that chair that have dead ass looked at me. Yo, man. Oh, he, he pointed the chair out like that chair is all fucking. <laughs> that is always You should have sat right here always today. Always the chair. I've had an experience, too. That's fucking crazy. Let, let's get it. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, man. So it was actually back in high school. I was living with my uncle, and my cousin was watching this movie called Remember the Days, and he was just sitting there watching. I was talking to this chick on the phone, and all of a sudden the blinds moved, and then they just were still. And I I can get in the chills right now. Like I just I got the chills. My eyes got watery, and I was just like, Yo, like. Did you just, did you, and he's like, dude, just, just ignore it. Like, 
And I'm like, the fuck you mean? All right. Like, yeah. Do you mean just so Happens all the time. It's like a beat. Yeah. Every Thursday. I'm like, what? I'm still fucking, what? You see that beat? To be right there. It was weird. It, yeah, no, it was weird. Like I could feel it in my body, and I was like, "This shit is weird." I'm getting my eyes are tearing up. It was automatic, and then it just stopped. Yeah, and we ignored it, it. and that was it. Yeah. Hell no! Now I got to chill. <laughs> Fuck that. You guys Fuck are yeah. so obsessed with this song. Every time. Because we like getting scared. <laughs> no, I love the ghost stories. I and I the alien too. stories. That's too. my shit. Yeah. They're scary as shit. Like <laughs> They're scary as shit, though. We be having some good ones on here, dude. Rebecca's was scurry, bro. I didn't like, like Rebecca. Seriously. She, she's the one that said she had people sitting on the end of her bed when she was a kid, right? Uh, she'd just be like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of my room. <laughs> she'd be like, yeah, I just tell him get the fuck out. Like, what? <laughs> I'm not saying nothing to him. Then fuck that. I'm chilling. I might. Oh, you, like uh, you, you want me to get off the bed? Cause I don't want you. I don't want you pushing did you want, me. Did you want to sleep here? Oh. Right. I can go down there. I can, I can sleep on the couch. Homie. I can sleep. With, I can go sleep with my parents. It's cool. Uh, you can set the timer. You know what? I was gonna take that glass of water, but you can have it. You, know? you might get thirsty in here. That's crazy. Fuck. All right, last one. What are your top three albums? Fuck. Ooh. <laughs> I wanted to make him think. Oh my god. Uh Can't say top. I'll just say here's some of my favorites. All right, the Black Album, the Jay Z. It's one of my favorite records of all time. It's when Kanye actually wasn't fucking crazy, <laughs> making actual good beats. Um, I got that on vinyl. I found. Fucking, uh, what was the what was the Lupe album with like the, the cool the cool dude? That when you cool. when you made me listen to that album, it changed my life. Yeah, that that record changed my life. Um. Ultimate Victory by Chameleonaire is one of my favorite records. And then... I love you some Chameleonaire. I love Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire, man. I had an... <laughs> just Eminem Show. That's one of my favorite records of all time, too. Eminem, show. Eminem is... He's raw. I fuck with him. I still be bumping his shit. I mean, even liking Chameleonaire, too, is like kind of a, a weird story in itself, because I worked in a, a recording Didn't studio. Work? Dupli duplication uh, production center in Vegas when I was in college. I moved out there for an internship, and one of the records that came across the line was actually Mixtape Messiah 1, the very first one, and I scooped one off the line, and I listened to, like, the first two songs on the way home, and I threw that motherfucker out the window, because <laughs> I thought it was trash. <laughs> and now he's, like, he's one of my favorite, favorite artists of all time. Damn. Man. He I mean, stepped his game up, apparently. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. That's cool. Well, shout out to Chameleonaire. Shout out to Kato for giving him a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't let him go on the first nope. try. That's what's up, man. You're Dude, cool I'll tell man. you what, man. The one of my still to this day favorite memories is always going to be sitting in Florida 
during the summer of Wheezy mixtapes mm. and listening to every, <laughs> every single <laughs> verse off every single mixtape. We literally, we had a moment, we were talking about the U-Haul yesterday. Yeah. We were like <laughs> pulling into uh, our spot in St. Pete. We were literally getting ready to move in and they had made an announcement. Oh, this is, we're about to play a new, <laughs> newly released Eminem song and both of us fucking hit fingers <laughs> trying to hit the dial to turn the shit up. We both oh, of us, he's driving, I'm sad. over here like, I got it, damn. Chill, bro. We, we know, one, that's what's up. That's just right there. You guys are boys. That's it. Kyle's, Kyle's my nigga. We didn't even, we didn't even, uh, like, we know, knew of each other in college, but didn't even know each other. But and that right there. And it was like long, it was like long lost brothers were finding each other. Yeah. When our, when our buddy Big Fat Brad linked us, because I just got out Shout of out a, to Brad. Shout out to Brad. Brad. I just got out of a relationship. I think I had posted <laughs> something on Facebook about it, and next you know what, I got a message from Brad. Like, hey man, you know Kyle's down there? I'm like, Kyle, Kyle. And he's like, yeah, Kid Bacardi. And I'm like, Kid He's like the dude that always fell asleep at the bar. Oh, Kyle! Uh-huh. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle. They Kyle. Kyle, drunk ass. We worked. <laughs> the dude we worked. That always fell asleep at the bar. We worked Damn. the same exact shift at, at two different places. It worked out fucking perfectly. <coughs> oh yeah, that's crazy. It's good times. <coughs> I'm trying to think if I fell asleep at the bar. Dude, I see. <coughs> I fell in the bar. Like, once I got. <coughs> I would get blackout drunk. And then, like, I'd fall asleep. But, like, if somebody woke me up, I'd be, like, right back into yeah. it and mad at them for waking me up. But, like, right back into drinking. Yeah. And then I'd probably go fucking blow a couple of lines and, like, wake back up and then, like, keep drinking for the rest of the night. So no, that one. That was, that was life when I was 21, 22, 25. I'm like, I'm nah, man, I quit that a long time ago. <laughs> The, the diabetes kind of made me stop that shit. Made you stop, huh? It almost killed me. I feel you. <laughs> good thing. Not good thing you got diabetes. Just good thing you're not doing other shit. No, I've got I've got way cooler vices now. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I think we're on fucking flavor number four or five over here now. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know, but it all works. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so far, I mean, we've hot, hit these diamonds. This is the diamonds of Jack Flash, but it's like more saucy. Wow. But this is still Cresco. Oh. Alright. Second day of work, and I'm gonna go in there fucked all the way up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I cook better when I'm not. You nope. I was toasted yesterday. I was so fucking, I had just smoked a blunt. Then how to use chef's pen to write, and I was how, like, "How come I trust the pothead to cook me food more than I would trust?" Well, this food. was like as I'm signing <laughs> the anti-drug paperwork, <laughs> and my <laughs> hand smells like weed, and I'm using right now. I'm using the chef's pen that he keeps in his front pocket, and so like I'm sitting there writing, then I'm like, I start smelling the pen low key. I'm like, Let me make sure this shit is. Yeah, I know my dumb ass. I'm no, stupid. Chef here, you know this pen. You just break the pen. It don't work no more. That doesn't work. I gotta throw this out. Uh, yeah, so we toss this for you. Then you start writing right-handed. It's all fucked up. What happened? Kato, my guy. I wish <laughs> that was weird. I know. I wish we had a. I wish we had more time, dude. I mean, you guys got a lot of shit to go get ready to do. I'm so sad I can't go for real. The white claw crawl. The white claw crawl. White claw crawl. White claw crawl. So you gonna go out there? I, I don't really have no plans for 
Scottsdale again? Yep. Yeah. Scottsdale again? Yep. Because the barbecue down there, and they got good food. We did eat down there last night at Bevy. It was not bad at all. Yeah. Really? All, and they... Did you tell... And I'll tell you what. So, <laughs> two things. I, first of all... Shout out to my homie Link. He's got a Philly cheesesteak sandwich shop that just opened up down there. It was not open last month when we were there, um, but he just opened up a couple weeks ago. It's like uh, it's like two doors. Da- it's like right next to DJ's is where it is. Okay. Close to Goodwood, um, too. Yeah, it's close to Goodwood, right next to DJ's. All right. And so I think that's probably where I'm going to get lunch at. Okay. Um, <laughs> but on the bevy menu, I'm going to I work. So. I don't know if it's any good or not, but it looked. They said they had waffle wings, which were hot wings dipped in waffle batter. That sounds pretty good. That sounds fire. That spot. sounds pretty. I did not order that. Here's last the night, thing about that, though. Tell me about it, Chef Jordan. I hope those Chef fucking Chef. wings are already pre-cooked before they I fucking... I think it would need to be. Yeah. That would be... A, There'd a be a lot of issues with that. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, well, because I feel like you would have to cook the chicken Or they'd be first burnt as fuck. Or the, or the, yeah, the outside would be burnt as That's, fuck. That would, I would be really interested in trying those. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> I miss, as, I miss bar I start, food. As I start talking about food... Well, I'm, I'm about under, to... I'm high as fuck and want to eat. <laughs> I'm about to roll up to work and uh, I get a free meal every. I just can't. I can't get the seafood. Filet. Yeah, or the fillet. No yeah. Like, what if you want that? Do you get like? You, you get like. Hell nah. Right. That shit's like thirty bucks or uh, some shit. Just saying. If you you still paying market price, uh, homie? Right. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, I just oh, donated. You, I you just. Want <laughs> this, you want this grass fed? That's you coming out of pocket uh-huh. on that. <laughs> Look, there's this paper that it asked if you want to donate to this foundation, and I was like, yeah, I'll do a one-time donation of twenty-five. He looked at it. He was like, yo, yo, yo. He was like, you know, you filled that out, right? I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, nobody ever fills that out. Nobody ever donates money. I was like, well, maybe I'll get it back, you know? Goodwill. I just got uh-huh. that five. <laughs> yeah. you know I'm only out 20 right now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to good make car- it. I'm putting that good karma out Make there. it right back. <laughs> Look, your line is succeeding today. Like, maybe you should all donate $25 to the fund. But, yeah. Let's get into some shout-outs. Shout-outs? Let's do it. <coughs> this is a CPAP. <laughs> Actually, the, the intro, intro and, and this both are both beats. And the intro, he's already rapped on. So you could actually hear that on the album later. But he's cold. He, my brother, I hate to hype him up, but I do. He's. He produced his own whole album. Yeah. I think he said he did not write three of the beats on the whole album, but he wrote all the beats but three and produced everything. And he didn't write any of the lyrics. He just no. went in there. He went in with. He went into the studio with the beat. Like ten little, hours of studio time. That's like some Wayne shit right there. <laughs> and that's yeah. He was like, I was just sitting there sipping, and he was like, if I didn't like some, I would take it out and I would go re redo it at all. And I was and like, what, and what he said then really made sense was like, he would go and live his life all week and not have any plan because whatever happened even on the way to the studio could change his mode right so he went in and whatever mode he was in when he got to the studio was the direction the song went in let's go and that beat just quit oh it's <coughs> anyway shout outs who's up that was weird go ahead go ahead cable all right well shout out to my wife as always <coughs> especially this weekend putting up with me and kato being there 
Uh, he's been there all week? Have, nah, he, uh, just, he came in yesterday. He's, he's, leaving, face. he's leaving tomorrow morning, but like, you know, she... Uh, she so <laughs> what? <laughs> your, if you could see your face when you said it, like, it's, it was like you were like just a mad day. Not <laughs> never mind, bro. Like you were just like, I just got here yesterday, like yesterday, bro. <laughs> nah, but she, like, it's cool. She just, she gets it, and she boys, man. Lets us fucking do whatever we need to do. That's what's up. She went out and hung out with us for a couple hours last night in Scottsdale, even though she fucking hates going to Scottsdale for real, for real. And so oh, yeah, shout me. out to her. Um, shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to Chris for coming through with the plug as always, man. Uh. Uh, shout out to you, Jordan. I'll let you play, for man. doing your shit and starting your job, man. Like, Dang I'm proud you, of you, bro. bro. Here, I'll hit that one time for you. And of course, of course, of course, shout out to Kato. I, I mean, I've shouted him out before. Um, I I give him so much credit for what he does and all the knowledge that I can still suck out of him for free because I don't know for some reason he get along pretty man. well. You uh, got, you got a, I got a tab too, I man. Got a I got, I got a tab too, man. Running. <laughs> uh oh. Tabs my time on tabs. might not have been worth that high, that much back then, but I got a running tab too. <laughs> Let's get it. Nah, man. But for real, I mean, from honestly, he, there's people in my life that I can say, like from the first time I met him, it was like, man, it's a wrap. We're gonna be homies forever, and he's for sure, for sure one of them. True that. So. Nah, he he really does talk about you like at least once a week. I mean, every time I see him, he talks about you. But text, he'll talk about you too. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool, bro. Oh, on God, yeah, yeah always, for real. He's always. like, because if, if we're fucking slacking somewhere, he's like, let me hit Kato up real quick. And I'm like, <laughs> let me see if he's got any idea. I was like, bet, <laughs> let's do it. And then he'll be like, yeah, man, Kato said do this, let's do that, let's try this. And I was like, all right. Dude, he's got my sister-in-law and like a whole new track of perspective too with her like career right now. Yeah, too. just like with like ten minutes of talking. talk to her on speakerphone for like ten minutes, and then she was like texting Kathy. Kathy was like, what the fuck? We've been telling her to do this shit forever in 10 minutes. Now she's listening to you. <laughs> like, imagine what I could do with 20. Oh, uh, man. She'd have a fucking... She'd already have the building. No Just saying. Yeah. She's gonna, All right. She's going to learn from Harvey Specter and Bobby Axelrod, and you'll be sad. Well, I was going to let Kato go so he can All still right. get some beat. In case All he was... Right. Oh, we're not doing any. Oh, no, man, no, 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 no. I just meant your shout out because uh, I didn't want you yeah. to run out of the beat. And it's cool. You know, well, I'll, the beat's I'll, I'll echo the wife shout out, mm-hmm. Megan and my kids, because she puts up with my ass and my crazy travel schedule and having to deal with the kids solo. Dolo is never fun because yeah. they're pains in the asses, but they're <laughs> worth it. For sure. Uh, shout out my CLM team. Always doing work when I'm not. Fucking... Shout out Kyle and all the shit you guys are doing here, man. Thank Happy you, man. to see it, and I hope it continues to fucking grow. Me too, uh, bro. Yeah. Thank you, for real. It is. I like honestly. I don't. It, I don't see it not. Well, he was actually. I mean, role reverse for once. I was. I got into the Cat Olive Chronicles podcast stuff, and he was the first person I asked. So it was kind of nice to actually ask him for advice for once. Dude, I actually. I and I and then I fucking watched that shit. I watched it. It was pretty dope. So. I'm uh, censoring myself quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, you don't want to piss too many people I want to be way harsher, but I don't feel like D 
dealing with that shit. Yeah, I feel they it. can't handle the truth. People be <laughs> people be sensitive and That's shit. That's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be too real with some people and they don't like you for it. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Oh, man. Uh, shout out to everybody that I I am closely ac- acquainted with. Uh, shout out to Hippie Life as well. And, um, I mean, that's all I got. So a lot of people come to mind, but I can't be too nah, specific. You're good. You know? <laughs> they'll, so they'll many feel people, it. and I'm like, they'll feel it. That's why close, you know close who you acquaintances, are. yeah, you know yeah. who you are. Exactly. You know who it is. Yeah. Um, I'll just go ahead and do a quick, quick, quick shout out. Uh, shout out to you know my chick, my kids. Um, but really, shout out to Dime, dude. Like this is her last time here. Uh, she get ready luck, to dip girl. out to Atlanta. You, you gonna kill it? No, for real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is her last time here, man. So like you know, it's it's really been dope. You know, just our friendship ain't from the end. You know, we go back fifth grade, bro. So. Uh, we gonna be pulling up to Atlanta once you get situated and shit. Once we get a little more money, you know. <laughs> but we'll be there. You know what I'm saying? We'll be there. Give us, give us like some time. We'll be there. Cause then, you know, we can go do a show out there, and you can fucking show us your world. You know, it'd be, yeah. it'll be hella dope. More so. Hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? Maybe some discounts and shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Something, uh, yeah. Something. But uh, thank you, man. You, you for you real. You're a big, you're a big part of this because you are one of the original members. You know, you, you helped me start this shit, and so thank you for you know we got you all day in this motherfucker. So you let us know we got you. Other than that, I'm fucking solid. Episode 49. This is episode 49. I do have to actually say shout out to Phoenix Relief Center. Make sure you guys check them out every week, every day. They have deals. They're on 35th Avenue in Southern, right inside the Walmart Plaza. This is session 39. Session 39. (coughs) Young hippie. Correction. (coughs) 39. Damn, correction on top of the correction. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, I have that. But I'm too high for it. Session 49. K Bug, Young Hippie, Kato, Chris, and Dime Daddy. We out this bitch. Peace. Bye, y'all. Peace.